Ready. Ooh, hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. Hi. Nice to have you back, GR Dad. It's good to be back. How's it going? Pretty good. Excellent. Excellent. The cocktail of the week this week is the Nervous Light of Sunday. It's <laughs> a good name, right? Wow. It's a poem right the there. Nervous Light of Sunday. It's gin, lemon juice, and simple syrup. Okay. And then uh, a few different kinds of bitters. Luxardo bitters, wow. old-fashioned bitters, and grapefruit bitters. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. It would be tasty. Yeah. Yep. Not sure why it's the Nervous Light of Sunday, but it's it's great fair name. Enough. Great name. Yes. It sounds all quivery, though. It sounds like a mid drink that would make yeah, you it does. quivery. <laughs> all right. Um, administrative Corner. Oh, I love Administrative Corner. I haven't had this since. Go ahead. You guys. The P.O. Box. Can I, I make the joke about being this year and last year? Go ahead. For a year. Go ahead. I haven't heard it for a whole year. <coughs> <laughs> you done? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So the UPS door was closed for a bunch of days because this is the keys. And, you know, they deserve their rest. So <laughs> I went in this week. Uh, and, and when they finally reopened, I was like, hey, I'm here to pick up the packages for P.O. Box 202. And they like gave me a couple packages and a bunch of Christmas cards. And I was think, like, thanks, bye. And they're like, no, no. And then they brought me like eight boxes of, <laughs> of presents that you guys have sent us. Whoa. There was some amazing stuff in there. And I'm trying to send thank you notes to everybody. Uh, but I want to thank everybody here. We got like a whole box of stuff from the friend of the squad who lives in Maui of these like amazing Hawaiian treats. I've been eating the cookies out of that box all day. Wowie. <laughs> Somebody sent a box of Mothman candies. <laughs> They're like really funny. turtles, right? Like caramel with chocolate on them. And then there's like some pecans in there. There's a pretzel on the back and then two red M&Ms for its big red eyes. The glee that I experienced with these Mothman candies. I love Mothman so much. <laughs> I know. You get so happy with anything Mothman related. It, I'm just such a fan of Mothman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I so don't think he's things. real. Listen, <laughs> that's what they want you to think. <laughs> no, Mothman is absolutely a crane, but we don't <laughs> talk about that. I like Mothman. I think it's an alien. Uh, and there's just there's so much good stuff somebody sent me you haven't even seen this yet because I washed it and put it away this uh, shark t-shirt and he's Whoa. wearing a Santa hat and it says sexy beast on it they like <laughs> oh made me this God. shirt it, did, it just came and it didn't have any info about who it was from wow. it just came to the P.O. box so That's that hilarious. was you thank you I can't I can't send you a thank you email because you're it didn't include a note or anything it wasn't me I no I'm sure it was not it was not Anyway, I would just give it to you. Thank you guys so much for all the prezzies. Uh, it was it was like a bonus Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good since I wasn't even there. I mean, that's true. You got to open some of them, though. You need to get all the gifts you can. Why don't you get any? Oh, because I was the one who's gallivanting around. Thought you were the one who gallivanting left, around Europe. Left behind Germany <clears throat> specifically and actually solely. <laughs> yes. Um. Yes, gallivanting. Yeah. Uh, okay, dog updates. Oh, yeah, Hops is very needy. Hops. Hops is like making like flat-eared sad face with some little squeaks at me. You want to go out, Hops? All right, we gave Hops a carrot. A roasty. Oh, well, good job, Hops. All right, um, dog updates. Uh, Wait, aren't we still in administrative corner? Oh, do you have anything? Uh, Venkman plushie. It's there's no update on the Venkman plushie. They're they were making them at some point. There will eventually be Venkman plushies. I find this exciting. Okay, that's all. Excellent. Some someday there will be, and you all will know. I don't know what's administrative and not. I'm just gonna blurt stuff out, and you can tell me that it's for ramblings, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm rambling on an administrative corner. It's fine. <laughs> okay, go ahead. That's all I had. All right, uh, dog updates for this week. So Ingo was in Germany, and then Ingo flew from Germany back to D.C. Yes. And because the flights worked out, he stayed uh, for a night at our house in Maryland and then flew back. Yes. And I was like, Ingo, I would like you to bring these shoes of mine back with you. They're up in Maryland, and don't you throw that ball. I know. Okay. I didn't throw it. You kind of threw it. Rolled. <laughs> I like how I'm like, Ingo, I would really like it if you don't throw the ball in the house. And he was like, I rolled the ball in the house. 
I technically didn't throw the ball. <laughs> There's a problem. All right. So I was like, Ingo, could you please bring these shoes back? And we like FaceTime. We found the right pair of shoes and Ingo brought them back to me. And uh, I put them down on the couch when we got home from the airport in Key West. And then we were I think I did put you them down he... on the couch. I think I put them on the couch. Oh, I mean, one of us did. I have, I, I I have put, no I memory. Took, of I remember it. taking them off the floor and I put them on the couch. Yeah, not that it made any difference, it turns out. The foreshadowing. Because we are going about our day and I was walking through the living room and Remy was chewing vigorously on something. And I was thinking it was like a ball. I think he was like making sure to face away from you. He too. was facing away. Yeah, and he I was. was. Like, oh, what, does he have the avocado again? Is he chewing on it? And I come around his front and he has absolutely shredded the heel of these shoes, like the high heel, the part that your heel actually stands on, the not only is like the covering missing in him somewhere, like the leather part is chewed up, like the pad is, I've had these dress shoes. They're actually the first pair of like kind of going out heels that I bought after I got divorced Aww. in 2000 eight or nine they're I've, very pretty they're beautiful they're like turquoise kate spade strappy go out shoes it's a little sparkly yeah and he ate them and they are absolutely not replaceable i did go look on poshmark because sometimes you can find stuff there and there's somebody who there's a couple pairs of them but they're not my size oh so uh they're not even close to my size oh we're gonna have to modify your feet yeah <laughs> and they're not like you know, if it had been like a black heel, I could take it to a cobbler and they could <sighs> fix it. But it's like a snake, turquoise snake print with gold flecks in it. Like you can, it, can't no, match that. No. Cannot. So they're dead now. And it's Remy's fault and he ate them. And now he's, he's my enemy. He doesn't feel sorry at all. He's like blissful about Mother, all this. Stop it. Stop that noise. Stop being so whiny. Hops. Man, she is wound up tonight. Yeah, she is. But she doesn't want to go outside. No. She does this thing where... We walk up to her to offer her to open the door for her, and she rolls on her back. Yep. She's like, no. It's like, I'm not, we're not doing anything to you. We're just offering, no. Oh, my God. She's bad. Um, other dog updates. Sheds has officially been adopted by the people who took over his foster from us. No surprise. He's a great dog. He's so good. I'm so happy because they loved him so much, and he loved them back. Um, they set up an Instagram account for him. <laughs> and when I tweeted it last night, they had 13 followers. And as of right now, let's see, his Ched's Big Cheese. He has 6,731 followers. You can follow him on Instagram. It's Ched's, C-H-E-D-Z, Big Cheese. Ched's Big Cheese. <laughs> he's like a dog wearing a cheese head. And he's, it's cold up where he is. So he gets the opportunity to model clothes like sweater and booties. He's back in Maryland now where it was oh. like 70 degrees today, but he spent Christmas in Minnesota where it was like minus 30. He seems to have been thriving. He loves his booties in his little jackets. <laughs> so cute. He's doing great. Um, so anyway, they officially, officially adopted him. I am so thrilled for him. So that's good news. And we get updates on him now. Yes, this is very good. I mean, I text with his mom pretty much every day, but then also you all can get updates. Um, and Nacho C. Fry, it's officially been two months since he got adopted by his new people. And so I have to, when you, when we adopt them out through the rescue, you do a two day, two week and two month check-in. So I was like, hi, it's time for my two month check-in. How's everything going? And, um, and she took like 12 hours to respond and she's like, oh my God, it's so good. And she sent me all these pictures and he's like laying in the bed and like asleep on somebody's lap and going for walkies and he's just having a great time and they love him and it's all good. So there you go. Nadra C. Fry living his best life. And it's awesome. Like how much more relaxed he is in a house with one dog that's less chaotic. Yeah. He, he, he doesn't seem to be just running around all the time. He uh, he also apparently is great friends with their son's dog, Gouda. <laughs> that's actually the son's dog's name. He's a Gouda dog. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <sighs> yep. That's all I got for dog updates. Vink is doing fine. Hops, other than being a whiny little bitch tonight, is doing fine. <laughs> Literally. Guac is doing good. I mean, we talked about some updates last week when you and I talked. There hasn't Bro really been Brody's much. swimming more now. He now that you're likes back. to float around. Yep. He's 
quite good at inserting himself into the water and he he with some boosting gets back out yeah and then he goes dirties himself dirty faced man all right so under ramblings i have written down one thing to discuss meat pretzel <laughs> so Inko sends me these pictures from germany and it's this little like packet and in the packet are like five or six pretzels but the pretzels are made out of salami of worst yeah it's like and a i was like bring those home we need to talk about good it. german things and and he's like i'm not gonna bring it home and i was like we need to talk about this these this meat fine. pretzels yeah i think it's good we can talk about it i ate them please explain them explain your countrymen and then tell us how it was at the border they always ask are you bringing in you know food from germany and i don't want to be like oh yeah i brought in these meat pretzels they'll be like we have that's to have, fair actually we yeah. have to have the uh, agriculture folks look at these meat pretzels <laughs> i didn't think about the border part you're right yeah okay so i i mean i think it's a good combination of a lot of good german things pretzels <laughs> baked goods and were they baked Wurst. no pretzels are i mean just pretzels you're you're still it's an homage to pretzels but you're getting your wurst your little salty meat snack oh my god I had a lot of worst while I was there. Yeah, tell us. I mean, tell us a little bit about your visit. You don't have to do all the gritty details. I mean, I just I just went around and visited family and close friends, and we I stayed in one, two, three, four houses, homes (laughs) in eight days. So that was a lot of couch time for me. I told Ingo, I'm like, if I had if I had come on this trip. I think by the end of the first day, I would have been on the train to Paris and been like, bye, see you later. Yes, it, it would have been. We, If you and I are traveling, we'll travel totally differently. With me, it's like, eh, everything's, I just kind of hang out and everyone expects everyone to sleep in the houses of the people you're visiting. See, this is a thing that just like makes me not trust your judgment i think it's my well that's fair but i think it's my family not germans at all i think that's correct perfectly fine hotels in germany that get perfectly well used i don't think everyone stays with each other i don't think like there are no boundaries is just a general german characteristic (laughs) that's right it is a your family problem Uh, but definitely definitely yes yes agreed but every day ingo would call me and tell me stuff i mean we didn't talk every day but when we did every time you would call me you'd tell me stuff and then i'd be like it's so good that i'm not there if i were with you and like forced to endure that whole thing i mean that's just not how i am i absolutely would have left at some point yes because just every single thing made me so uncomfortable but if i had been forced to your entire family would hate me and we would probably be talking about getting divorced because i would have just (laughs) been i would have snapped over and over so many times at so many people yeah, I mean, if you were forced to do this trip under those conditions, that would be a terrible thing to force you to do. It that's, would be. It's <laughs> like a thing that all the things you hate it bundled into one little trip. That would be really bad. It would be awful. It's like, you know, a, a, a demon in hell could not design a better <laughs> hell for you than this trip. <laughs> that is true. It's like no boundaries, weird bathroom doors, or like, to- you know, like curtains, and just like. All the shower heads are little teeny tiny things you can take oh. off and use with your hand. And Listen, I appreciate that you're glad to be back to American showers and whatever. But like I can cope with the the physical infrastructure part just fine, even if it's like maybe not my favorite thing. What I cannot cope with is like, can I tell the story about your Christmas Eve? Pro- yeah, sure. Right. So Ingo and Eva, uh, Ingo's daughter fly out of here on the 23rd they get to germany on the morning of the 24th they're where are you going on the 24th you're going to your brother's house how do you know this because your ex-wife told you how did your brother know that you're coming to his house because his ex-wife told him because your mom decided you were all going to go to your brother's house and instead of telling either of you that they told she told your ex-wives who neither of you are friendly with it's a very complicated ex-wives texted you guys to be like you're going to your brother's house the brother his mom didn't ingo's mom did not ask the brother if they could come there she just declared that they were coming and she didn't ask did not tell him she just told his ex-wife so the brother and his fiance already had plans to go to the fiance's parents house on christmas eve 
and speaking the fiance's parents the dad's in the hospital Dad so it gets gets brought to the hospital like within days of it so it's the fiance's mom whose husband is in the hospital yep. who's expecting your brother and her daughter and and Ingo's mom, who's like, we're going to the brother's house. And the brother's like, we're going to my fiance's house. Mom's like, great. We'll all come with. We know them. We, she doesn't ask them. She just is like, okay, well, she's expecting the two of you and her husband's in the hospital. So why not have four more people come over and you will host us all for Christmas Eve? Yeah. I, I wouldn't have made it out of the airport. We, we would have landed in Frankfurt and I would have learned that was the plan. And I would have been like, I'm just going to get on the next plane and come home. <laughs> and then it's like, okay after the, and that's what they did the they, mother-in-law was very nice oh my god that does not make it any better <laughs> and then they're like okay we're gonna go stay at the hotel near the brother's house but did she make any reservations ahead of time no no it she, turns out it's closed now they just show up it's closed they just show up at the hotel on christmas eve like fucking uh, like mary and joseph <laughs> and there's no rooms at the inn. The inn is closed. It now houses, houses Yugoslav refugees. And is, honestly, supposedly, honestly, the manger might have been brother than your brother's house, which bad. is being renovated. It has one working bathroom, and there six people for six people. But there's like, it's not like it's set up for guests. They're like. Like there's rooms that are like there's no drywall. <laughs> the bathroom is a sink drywall. Like they're working on their house. They are not set up to have six people staying there with their one working bathroom. Now, the brother lives in Zabrucken. There's like two hundred thousand people who live in Zabrucken. There are many, many hotels. But instead, they just show up at the one that's closed, and they're like, meh. Well, just we'll just stay at your house then, as opposed to like, oh, we could look up one of the like five hundred other hotels in this city. Nope. We're just going to stay at your house for two days. My brother's like, I don't want you guys driving drunk. So, you know, just stay stay here. There are Ubers. There are cabs. Uh, not Th on New Year's. Yes. Not, not on Christmas. Yes, there are. Probably. I, you guys. Cabs? I would have. Some big city thing. It, <laughs> there's 200,000 people in Zubrugan. Yeah, it feels smaller than Oh, that. my God. Oh, my God. And this was just the start. This was the first 24 hours of this trip. It was weird. And then she gave us presents. Like, I didn't have presents for her. I wasn't planning on giving you, her presents see, to like my brother's See, like, you get into these logistics in the shower heads and whatever. And yeah. you miss that, like, those things are not the deeply problematic part of this i told my therapist about this like you told me <laughs> about this christmas eve and then i was like meeting with my therapist later that week and he's like oh is ingo having a good time and i was like therapist dave let me tell you about his christmas eve <laughs> and i told him this story and his like mouth just hung open and then when i talked to them this week he's like sometimes you tell me stuff <laughs> and i just like cannot believe that that thing happened like i believe you and this I just can't believe that that's how their Christmas Eve went. Like this guy whose job is to listen to people who have wild shit happen to them could not believe the the insanity of your mom and these plans for Christmas Eve. You you got it. The word plans is making is doing you're, you're doing a lot of work. Absolutely correct. Yeah. The way that she handled this, but I mean, she did plan it because she texted your ex-wife about it. This is why I'm. So bad at logistics and communication. <laughs> Did we mention on the podcast about the birthday email? Can we mention that? I don't want to be telling all, airing all of the, the secrets. You can, can you can throw this in there. It's good background. We, I mean, we can drop it out. We can I can just go back. No, and it's fine. No, none of my no no one in my family knows what a podcast is. <laughs> so my birthday was a couple of weeks ago, and they sent a birthday email, like a happy birthday email, to Ingo's email, which is totally fine. Like they, I've maybe emailed with them once and the, the email was addressed, dear Jane. <laughs> and it's like, okay, it, it could be just like an autocorrect, but no, the subject line was like, happy birthday, capital J space. It was space. Capital A space, capital N space, capital E, not autocorrected. They, they took the time to spread it out to make it look cool twice. They, mm, yep. they did not use my correct name either time in the email. They used the incorrect name yep. both times. And then she sent like an apology text like a day later. She did? Yeah. She's like, I'm sorry. I just read what I had sent in my, the email and whoops. <laughs> it's only been 12 years that we've been together. Yes. And they, they have spelled it correctly they have. in the past. Yeah, uh, they in have. In their defense. I think she was, she was, you know, 
doing it for her doing an email and you know didn't get it proofread twice they they used the wrong name twice yeah i think it was her i think it was a you know not a communal decision i think she was just doing it two herself. times yes. forgot my name yeah well <laughs> boldly did said the wrong thing twice <laughs> with nary a thought that she might be wrong but she's texting your ex-wife about your Christmas Eve plans. She didn't text me about your Christmas uh, Eve plans. Probably gets her name right. doesn't even know my name. Probably gets her name right. <laughs> I bet she does. <laughs> I am not, I am actually not upset by any of this. Like my feelings are not hurt. <laughs> I, I only talk to your parents when they come visit. No, you're just gleefully weren't on the trip. <laughs> I, I, there are so many, like this really is just the first 24 hours. And there are so many things where I'm like, if I had been there, I absolutely like, like you saw me lose my temper in Germany once, the time that we were trying to get the Black Forest cake and the old ladies pushed me out of the way. Yeah. And it, it, it like the incident itself was like slightly frustrating, but it, it was like a pile up of like three days of frustrations kind of like this. And and I really lost it. But it wasn't necessarily my family. This was just Germany. No, no. It, I mean, it was like, no, we spent a, a, a kind of pretty perfectly normal time with your family but there was just a lot of frustration that had built up and and like me finally like maybe finding the thing i'd been looking for and then all these like old ladies just coming in and pushing me out of the way it (laughs) and uh, yeah so this isn't a like your family thing but but i was i was like do not talk to me (laughs) i'm gonna be like i gotta say all this stuff that's wrong and i'm like i know this isn't your fault (laughs) but this is the worst thing that i've ever had to put up with uh it's not that i don't like traveling abroad i like it very much but there were just a lot of things on that trip and this trip was like a compressed version of it with a lack of respect for boundaries and i would have absolutely lost my shit so many different times on that trip and said a lot of things that i would not have been able to take back not that i would disagree with myself on those things (laughs) but because i know better than to say them uh yeah (laughs) that's good you don't disagree with yourself about these things i mean i'm not a person who says things that i don't mean in an argument right i i don't go like I mean, not that we argue that much, but if we do, I'm never like, Ingo, I never liked you in the first place and I secretly think you're stupid or something. Like, I don't say stuff to, like, hurt your feelings that I don't. You don't say stuff to win. Yeah, I mean, you don't do that either. I like to win. (laughs) Do you ever win when you're having arguments with me? (laughs) absolutely not. No. I believe the saying is, you always win. always wins. I, I mean, that, huh. the goal of when we do have arguments, the goal is never to win. The goal for me, the goal is like, let's the, the goal is actually worse for you because I'm like, I'd like to really talk through this and like understand the origins of this problem and sort it out so we can like get to the root of the issue. And then this isn't going to come up again. I'm getting stressed. just <laughs> listening to that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I don't say like mean things in an argument just to hurt people's feelings. I, I try not to hurt people's feelings, but when I lose it, like I will absolutely like lay down in the harshest way what I'm thinking. Yeah. And nobody wants to hear that either. It would have been bad. It's, it's very good. I didn't go. That was only the first night. That was only the first night. I mean, through you being in, in customs on the way back and we don't need to talk about that. I was just like, this is all so terrible. It's all so terrible. it's so good i didn't come i would have destroyed all of the meaningful relationships in my life (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i'm so glad you're back and i'm so glad i didn't go with you and it was a good lesson like from afar that i should never go with you on one of these trips like we can go to germany i have a great time in germany with you yeah but it should be a different trip than visiting your parents of course yes yes as it was, I drank a lot of beer and wine mm-hmm. and ate a lot of wurst mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of various kinds. That's about it. Well, could you please enumerate the kinds of wursts that you ate? Mostly olive wurst, which is a regional, local regional wurst that is made out of most of a pig. Just like imagine oh. taking a pig, putting it in a meat grinder oh, no. and putting it in a guts in in the cow guts 
and then letting <laughs> casing. it casing it's casing's the word yeah casing and then you smoke it for a while and you let it dry for a month and something and then you can slice it and eat it we had that we had some olive wurst olive wurst which is a word for old it's like slang for old sausage oh that's advertising but it's it's a now it's a trademark and they're very proud of it and it's a very regional thing from north hessen hessia um we also had some met or gehaktis which is just raw pork that you just use it to smear on bread wait i'm sorry we got to back up like three steps raw pork Mm -hmm. you shouldn't eat that she well you have to eat it right away you shouldn't eat it even right away you well yeah no you do eat it (laughs) delicious the french eat it too tartare that's beef well they, maybe it's this is poor person tartare there's a big germans can't afford beef eating raw pigs what, what do you want what do you want from us all you we have is pigs die from that you i want you no, to no. cook it i no. want you to cook the pork no no it's the tastiness is because it's not cooked you put pepper on it and and onions all right so we've got the you might die from raw pork no nah. And you, sp- it's have. a spread. Well, you, I mean, you just spread it on, put it on bread, so and eat it. Normally, meat is not spreadable. Well, it's ground up. Mm-hmm. It's like tartare. It's like the raw hamburger meat. It's a lot like raw hamburger meat, except it's pork, actually. So if you just so take you that, added you put risk it on of bread. death. Never. Would you ever died from this? <laughs> uh, from raw pork? From in Germany? Nah. <laughs> I'm just seeing a Google here. Raw pork death Germany. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here we go. Two consecutive large outbreaks of Salmonella. Oh, geez. Munchen linked to pig farming in Germany. Is something missing in our regulatory framework? Says this article on Euro Surveillance, the journal Euro Surveillance. Yeah, we have to surveil. We have to regulatory it more. Then the pork will be cleaner. Two outbreaks of salmonella linked to German pig farms. Legislators legislators should consider tightening rules on salmonella in primary production following two large outbreaks in Germany in yeah, recent years. Yeah, maybe they should outlaw salmonella. Come on. <laughs> That's what's missing. <laughs> salmonella prohibition. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, it's delicious. It's freaking great. Is it met? M-E-T-T? Yes, yeah. yes. It's good stuff. Is that what it was in Munich too? Uh, I don't know. This is just someone. Someone says, "Do Germans eat raw pork for breakfast?" That's a Quora question, and they're like, yes. "Yep, <laughs> yep." <laughs> also, Weisswurst. My mom made that the first night, I think, or for lunch. Yeah. Which is, you know, out of her region, but it's tasty. Um, and then just you know, bacon for breakfast, or not not bacon, ham for breakfast, or like a bologna oh wurst salat i had wurst salat wurst salad uh, we had a whole talk you and me and eva about salad other yeah, types of salad basically bologna sliced into like thin, thin strips and then put in mayonnaise and smooshed around yeah and put a couple of gherkins in there it was like we had three different kinds of salad while we were here potato salad it's <laughs> yes, pasta salad worst salad and pasta salad and i was like none of those are actually salads i don't think i had anything green for nine days i think it was all off white <laughs> or or meat meat colored oh but i don't think i had a salad there were no side salads we did we went to an italian restaurant once and some people had salads i did not have a salad you didn't want any. You're like, no green for 11 days. <laughs> I had pasta. That was pretty good. That was almost Not like green. a salad. If it's green, it's been hanging around with the raw pork too yeah. long. Mm. Gross. My brother did make a, a, a sandwich where he just took a root of ginger. like Raw with, ginger. With di- dirt still on it and just cut slices off of it, put it on a piece of bread and ate it. He had butter on it too. Buttered it. Put the ginger on there. You got to put butter so it sticks. And then uh, just chomped it like a sandwich. I mean, I don't don't think this is disgusting or going to kill you like the other stuff you've talked about. He wasn't doing it like a, you know, like a on a dare or anything like to impress anyone. He's like, this is just what I do. He did it on two days. But raw ginger is like extremely 
tough and fibrous. And it's hard to even slice it. Spicy. I don't know. He wasn't putting sugar on it either. I'd put sugar on it at least. He would did not. It's just hard. It would be really hard to chew it. It was just the big thing in Germany this winter was pulpo. Everyone's eating pulpo, which is just octopus sliced. Oh. Pulpo. I mean, is it also raw? Maybe it's pickled. pickled I think it's pickled. Octopus. Raw raw pickled. Gross. Yeah, we were we were um grilling it on our little table grill for Oh yes, yeah. Christmas Eve. Christmas Day dinner. Well Yeah. Raclette, but not really because you're just grilling meat. That's not raclette. You didn't have like little cheese or we also had little or stuff. Ch- cheese trays and but and not it, not for the raclette. That was the raclette. We'd have cheese trays, but we also had meat slabs that we put on top of the raclette grill. Uh huh. It was a very complicated amalgam of things. It was a mixture. Uh huh. Um, but meat heavy turned out meat heavy (laughs) this is i mean this is something when we're in germany like a big part of why i'm crabby i think it's because there's nothing for me to eat no it's kaiserspätzle every fucking day which not that there's anything wrong with kaiserspätzle which is like macaroni and cheese but i don't want to eat that every day it's hard to find a vegetable we could go to an italian restaurant but it's that's a whole production I found a kebab place once and I was like, falafel, yes, like it gives me life. They were like laughing at how excited I was to to have like a falafel sandwich and a pita with some veggies. Also, the struggle to get Diet Coke is real. Oh, I don't even... I mean, Coke Light in Europe is delish. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. All right. I don't mean to come down on your homeland, but again, I'm very glad I didn't come on this trip. (laughs) It just sounds like it. You just hate all our food. German food, not really made for people like me. I like pretzels. I like Berliners. You've got good bread there. I don't like all the bread, but you make good bread. One realization I did have, which is a comment on all of this, is that I realize that what I'm experiencing is not Germany writ large, right? Quite. If 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 my family ever went to actual cities or had grown up in more cosmopolitan places i think we would be you know eating falafels or you know kebabs or you know understanding that you can go shopping at different times or whatever i feel like this is the argument city we have all the time where i'm like you you kind of travel around these pockets of very very small the one town i was in guess how many people live there how many 328 i mean and that's been since like 1100. There's been 328 people in this town. Different t- 328, but yeah, you go to these like little German villages, and 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 I'm just like, if you were to make it like okay, like here's someone in the U.S. and they live in this like small rural town, and they travel around the middle of the country, and they only go to other towns american towns that have 300 people in them and then they're like this is what america's like and there's no walmart they would have a similar description of america that you have to germany Mm -hmm. because everything does close early and you can't go to places on this and there's like weird old rules there like that's true in like tiny town america too it not that it's the same thing right but like you never go to cities with your family no And, and like even when you're in zabrucken which is like a pretty big place it's like (laughs) <laughs> it's, no we're like in the it's like the there's your brother's house town that's in the train station yeah and in the one hotel well he lives in a village outside now too so it's like a suburb there, and there's just like but it'd be so easy to like go the extra little distance yeah but yeah i mean this is why i'm always like that's not how like what about berlin you think there's nothing open in berlin no it's the opposite but it's just like you're Berlin's just like new york little, everything's open of all the course time. yeah and frankfurt and all yeah all these places yeah. yeah but the biggest town i went to was i think Münster. but i don't know if it's bigger than zabrucken but we actually went into Münster. Mm-hmm. that's where we had italian food <laughs> yeah. nothing wrong with italian food man no but it's also the timing right there's like a lot of weekends in my trip christmas eve and christmas day were both on a sunday mm-hmm. which kind of you know that's like double secret nobody wants to work yes um and so you know i don't know but uh, but my real my 
admission is that this is not representative of all of Germany. Yeah. Hamburg. Oh, I'm sure stuff's open. Munich would have been fine. Yeah. We don't go there. No. <laughs> no, you don't. We go to small places. Which is, there's nothing wrong with going to small places. It's just like maybe not an accurate representation of like how life is for all Germans. Correct. That's it, right. And especially with your parents who are in their 80s and, yeah. and also live a weird kind of... Resistant to change. Yeah, um, if you just hung out with 80-year-olds in the U.S. and like went to the places they want to go, you'd have a weird impression of like how life is too. Well, we live in a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Great. <laughs> this must be what America's like. And it's not actually... When it's not, we go from Cracker Barrel to Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that, so that's a lot of it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anything else that you want to add for ramblings? Um. Wait, ramblings. We're in ramblings. Yeah. Um. No. Okay. No, I think that's about it. Oh, I did buy a sweater there. Oh, you guys, we'll post a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I picture, cannot like, get my head around German style and color and fashion st- choices. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a broad spectrum and there's a lot of overlap where it's like fine, right? It's Listen, like, you're shopping you know. with 80-year-old people at stores they like in little rural corners of Germany. Which colors is? I bet in Berlin there's some very cosmopolitan shops where yes, you could buy a very attractive sweater. That's right. This you, was not that sweater. You can go to a camel store, like the cigarette, and you can buy pretty good stuff <laughs> that has cotton in it. This sweater, Ingo's like, I got an ugly German sweater and I'm not going <laughs> to show it to you until I'm home. Yes. And, and you were like, show it to me. I said, no. <laughs> and then he got it home and it is as ugly as anticipated and itchy i just looked at it and i was like oh it looks so itchy it's and a I wool touched sweater it. it's so itchy <laughs> we're gonna i'll post a picture of it on twitter it was the best looking sweater in that store because i sent you a ton of pictures they of were all that terrible were worse oh they yeah were worse this one's real bad <laughs> and you, but you wore it and then all the germans were like that's a very nice sweater <laughs> it was very amusing <laughs> does, does it everyone, so good aus? Was, yes, like oh that's a nice sweater you you got my mom was hell-bent on buying me a sweater because i'm a 12 year old boy apparently kind of you are with your parents and she's like i want to get you a, a you know an early present and wait that's like, like a present not like oh poor ingo is so cold i'm gonna buy you a present of a sweater it might have been the f- the cold she kept saying you're cold and i'm like i know i'm not cold <laughs> <laughs> this is very much your mom this like, is no, also- i know you're cold and i'm <laughs> like no how do you know i am not cold she's like well you must be cold and so i'm gonna make you buy a sweater oh this is like this kind of thing <laughs> is so a i real- got out of there i picked uh. the least ugly sweater very quickly so and ugly. get the hell out of there this i have like if you want to push it was Jen's so button, bad it was so bad it's where i go like I feel this way and someone goes no you don't oh, yeah. i know that you don't feel like that way you feel this way that i've decided you should feel like if you want to like see angry jen that's the way to do it that i mean that's why i would have lost my shit over and over on this trip uh i also would have been like i don't want your goddamn sweater <laughs> every sweater in this <laughs> store is the ugliest sweater i've ever seen <laughs> i don't know how any of you people live here i don't know what's wrong with you and how you lost any sense of fashion Fashion. that may have passed through your life at some point maybe you just watched it go the first time it came in but this is some bullshit you are all ugly human beings with ugly ass clothes and i don't know why you live here i don't know why i'm here and i'm leaving Hmm. that's what would have happened in the store you look cold (laughs) (laughs) people would have been like fair enough (laughs) all right why are you so angry? <laughs> Just buy a sweater. All get the out. Americans are so angry. It must be because they're so cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm also, sorry. Also, my parents pay for everything in cash. Still, <laughs> it's still because they're eighty. They can't work credit cards or credit card machines. It's a major project. All right. I'm sorry. I keep making this about me, but I'm just so angry about all of it. <laughs> and I wasn't even there. Uh, I'm going to talk to my therapist about when this I again. Was, when I was flying back on, on a United flight from Frankfurt to Dulles Airport in D.C., 
uh, I was getting off the plane and, and to get off the plane, you go through business class sort of galley um, to get to one side, you know, get, get yeah. out the door that's open. And someone, this is a flight from Germany, had left a homemade sandwich that was clearly from like the dark sourdough bread and wrapped in like, I think it was wrapped in a napkin, but like carefully wrapped and carefully folded. And then like one of those plastic containers of ham that you get in the grocery <laughs> store with like three of the ham slices still in there and had put it on the like counter of the galley as they were leaving. Like they didn't throw it away. They were like, maybe somebody can use this because I didn't get to eat my sandwich. I need to get to eat my boat. <laughs> you were probably sitting in business class and you're bringing your <laughs> ratchet uh, board. Roll in here. It's not a roll, it was just flat <laughs> bread. Uh. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You ready for taste of the keys? Yeah. I mean, there's like nothing to talk about. I mean, the migrants are, are coming. I mean, in that's a big story to talk about. It's just everyone knows about it. We've talked about it. Uh, the migrants are coming every but, single day. But they closed down Fort Jefferson, right? Because like 300 people came. It's there, which is the worst place to go because it has no water. Yeah. Uh, it's all very sad that they're just not letting them all stay, but we don't need to talk about it. But I do have one little side story. Um, so a Key West police officer officer matthew hansel it was his birthday and they threw him a birthday party and they got him a cake made and the cake has like a you know you can get like a photo on the cake and it's his dog uh De dexter his canine i think right yeah. he's like he's, yeah he's and it's like partner. a nose nose focused big schnoop oh it looks picture. great it's like fish eye on the nose it's great yeah uh somebody said it was a boop cake yes <laughs> like the police chief of communication said it's a boop cake boop cake <laughs> it's very cute yeah dexter yeah. so gwen Filosa, friend of the squad uh intrepid reporter for the keys says it's canine dexter's big nose and i'm happy to post about it <laughs> she has a picture of the cake yep. it's a dog face cake yep so that's pretty good it's pretty good for you did not watch the lowering of the shoe or the lowering of the pirate or lowering of whatever else the conch shell I I literally missed the countdown to New Year's and I, I I was like sort of paying attention. It was like eleven forty five. I like took a shower. I was just it was just me and the dogs hanging out here. And and I was like I got distracted with something on my computer and then all the dogs started barking and I look over and it's like twelve o'clock in one second because neighbors started shooting off fireworks no, like right at and then okay. the dogs started barking. So I caught it. I caught the new year because <laughs> the fireworks. Assisted by the dogs. I did not watch anything, no. Fair enough. Um yeah. Uh German we're the week. And we've had a lot of German Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing I mean, we could talk about this. There's a bunch of TikToks about this now too, but Lüften is a big thing in Germany. You rip open all the windows like in the morning and you keep them open as long as possible and there's always good windows COVID. up and yeah, it's interesting because you guys are anti-breeze. If you're in a heating crisis, oh yeah, yeah it's it, it's it's complete. You're absolutely right that it's you open one window and that's lifting, and you open two windows and everyone goes, oh, it's bad for your neck. I think you're going to get like cramps in your back. You, there's a breeze. There's a it, it's seat, which means there's a you know a, a wind current. That's really bad for you. You guys. You're going to get like die. You're going to die from wind. One, not this trip, but one time a few trips ago, Ingo went to Germany and he and his dad went rowing like, like Olympic rowing, but you know, casually, but that right, kind of boat. But in a, yeah. In a double. Yeah. Out in the Bodensee. And Ingo was like, called me after he went rowing and he's like, you know, my back's kind of sore. My lower back's kind of sore. And I was like, oh, and Ingo goes, I think it's maybe because like we had the windows cracked in the car and like a draft was blowing on my back. Mm -hmm. And I was That's like, what seat. the fuck is wrong 
wrong with you? Like, what, you're just into, like, folk magic health remedies at this point? Do you think it's because, like, you maybe went rowing for the first time in, like, four years? That couldn't be the thing that made your back a little sore. No, it's a draft that somehow, like, from touching, the air touching your skin in the car has, like, made you... It causes cramps. It causes cramps. Like, what's wrong? When did you become, like, this weird right-wing anti-science, like... Freak! <laughs> this was like six years ago. This I'm was still well before. Mad about it. I'm still mad that like after four or five days of influence of this crazy <laughs> ass draft is gonna hurt you bullshit. That you're like maybe the draft is what hurt me. Cramp. <laughs> I think I cramped. You literally were like, I think it's because there was a draft. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm. I will not be married to a person who thinks Google a that. draft. Draft cramps Germany. <laughs> Because uh, it seems to be widespread in the uh, people that I hang out with. Yeah, the eighty-year-olds that you so hang out. So it's okay to open. It's mandatory to open one window, but if you open two, it will kill you. <laughs> also, for a country that's like complaining about the energy crisis and how they have no oil and gas anymore because the Russians are shutting it off. Fucking Russians. And how expensive all the heating is. Having a window open when it's minus two degrees outside seems like a very bad strategy to keep your house warm. And yet, I mean, it is good for the COVID though to get some fresh air through there. That's not why they're doing. This goes way back. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, sure. Uh, lüften. We're missing lüften, and you hang like the pillows out the window. Kind of like stuff. airing out. It's airing out, but it's like man, it, you do it all the time. Yeah. I don't know. There's I mean, I I like lüften. I like having a window open in the winter, even if it's in Maryland and it's cold. I like to have like the bedroom window cracked. And then the heat up to make it warm, but I I like the fresh air coming through. I yes, support the Lufthansa German. But you don't mind opening two windows. <laughs> no, that's true. I I mean, we had this exact scene on New Year's. I'm not making oh, this up. No. I, you didn't tell me. It was this like part. super hot because the fireplace was on, and I was wearing my nice German sweater, <laughs> and so every like one window was open. That was agreed. And then I would occasionally be like, it is boiling in here. I'm t I'm turning, I'm opening another window because I want to lower the temperature. And everyone's like, oh, and immediately everyone like stopped talking, turned around, was like, oh, seat. I can feel the breeze. Wait, somebody close that window. Close that other window. <laughs> like four people were like, oh, yeah, seat. <laughs> we're all going to die. <laughs> close the window. I, I don't understand how <laughs> you. It'll get really hot again. <laughs> how you just. <laughs> go along with this. I mean, that's why I c can't go on this, right? I drank a lot. Oh, I, oh. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, like on one hand, I think you're a better person than me because no, you I can just so. kind of tamp it down. I don't think I am. Uh, I don't think so. I'm so angry. <laughs> I wasn't even there, and I'm so angry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, it's time for Ingo Corner. You got anything else you want to add? Oh, the other uh, the other word I did learn. This mm. Lüften was more of a more part of the ramblings. Uh, Enkeltrick is a new thing over there, or at least a term I hadn't heard before. Enkeltrick. I don't know what that means. Enkel is your gra grandson or granddaughter, uh -huh. grand grandchild, grandchild, and it's just the the scam that has gone around here too, where someone called you on the phone. I mean, I think it's exists in email too, but and says they're your grandchild and they got robbed and they need money or they lost their wallet on travel and they need money and just wire it to them or send them here what walmart gift cards or something like that right yeah and that apparently is going around again and people are like i can't believe no one's heard of this you know we've we've <laughs> been talking about this for a while don't <laughs> send money to to strangers whom you think might be you know your family member yeah but everyone was like oh yeah it's very tricky i was like i don't even answer my phone <laughs> <laughs> this couldn't happen to me i said this is like the nigerian prince thing and they're like nigerian prince <laughs> what's that about so ankle trick pretending you're someone's you know niece or nephew or grandson grandchild cool yeah there you go ingo corner you can talk about whatever you want i promise not to rant about germans you can say whatever you want and i'll just be like mm, interesting no I, I mean my only you know new insight is that i am realizing again that this is not representative of all germans these are 
you know, weird, quirky little things that some Germans have done in some parts of the country for some parts of their lives, but that doesn't mean they're, uh, you know, as exposed to it as I was or that n nobody has changed, unlike my family. Hmm, interesting. Yes, my sample size is bad and self-limiting. Hmm. Small and self-limiting. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, I mean, it wasn't... When I'm over there, I'm not like visiting Germany. I'm just visiting my family, right? And I'm realizing those are two vastly different things, right? We we almost never go sightseeing. We did go to Trio. We looked at a few things, but everything was closed there. Oh. Um, except the actual Roman ruins. You could look at them from mm -hmm. the outside. Mm -hmm. Not from the inside, though. Hmm. Um, oh, the the Wurst stand was open. So we did have some <laughs> Bratwurst. Bratwurst. Forgot that in my list of worsts. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to be back here. Happy to be nice and warm in the Keys. Uh, and everything is a lot easier in here than it is in the small towns that I visited. Interesting. <laughs> huh. <laughs> 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 uh, you're being very restrained. Yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, anything else for Ingo Corner? Uh, I'm... I just appreciate all the Christmas cards and and gifts, but also Christmas cards. I mean, it's just so nice to read about all these nice people that follow us. And you guys are so nice. Thanks. Care, care about our dogs and and they. Everyone seems to be doing doing great things and doing a great job. You guys are all doing good stuff. Yep. You seem nice. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Indeed. Yeah. So that's my usual <laughs> my usual comment, but I do feel like that. That's great. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening and enduring GR Mom's rants. Just imagine how bad it would be to live with me. And you seem cold. <laughs> Should put some socks ah. on. <laughs> Here, I made you some wool socks. And until next time, <laughs> Slava Ukraini, and don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Yep. Bye. Bye.